Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets. Each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. Divorce has been decided and we're going to do it right. And we're going to do it kind. I have my friend, Rebecca, Miss Becca, and, uh, we're going to talk about how she did it right and did it kind. And it was a choice. Mm -hmm. It's always a choice Yes, (laughs) and kind of what that looks like. So we just, I just released a podcast about the messy middle of deciding if you're getting divorced and, um, recommended the book conscious uncoupling. And we've both read this book. We both really liked this book. Um, it's actually one of the books required reading for a new group that I am creating that you will be running. And it's for women who are divorcing or divorced. Mm -hmm. Are you excited? Yeah, I am really excited. I'm rereading the, well, I'm listening to the book right now on audible and it's reminding me about the good decisions that I made Mm -hmm. and going against what the world tells you what a divorce should look like. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, divorce is failure. Divorce is bad. It's goes against a lot of religion. It's so many things it's filled with shame and yet it's not, (laughs) it, You, you get to make it your own. Yep. And And I didn't really understand that because I have a lot of divorce that I've seen in my own family and within friends. And so when it became my turn, Mm. it was like, I'm too hurt. There's no way I'm going to be kind. Mm -hmm. There's no way I'm going to do this nice. We've been too public. No way. I really wanted to just run away. I was like, can I move to Oregon? Can I hide in the woods? Disappear. And no one will ever know what happened to me. That's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> Dang it. Thankfully. <laughs> I actually, I had uh, Brandon, uh, the expert from the Betrayed Addicted and Expert, my other podcast. And he helped me see that I could do it kind. Um, my old therapist, Amy, helped me to see that I could do it kind. But I mean, I had all these people who were supporting me and who were saying, you can do this. What did you have, Becca? Myself. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> but basically Becca is better than everyone. No, <laughs> I'm just going to point that out right now. I had a life coach. I did. I luckily, um, her name's Erin and I, I found her after we had our therapeutic separation, which doesn't normally end in divorce, but that was a decision we ended up making. And she just came at the perfect time. I basically paid her to be my friend and it was the best investment I had made. Uh, so she, she happened to be my support and it was only a 30 minute phone call once a week. It wasn't even an hour. It was literally 30 minutes of her time. Um, and I lived for every single one of those moments. We could talk in between, but she's who kept my mindset straight. Yeah help you move through the process Mm -hmm. of grieving and, and making these choices. So we kind of wanted to talk about, um, 
how, what are some of the mantras and, and things that kept us both in that, in, that- in the right energy to be kind for ourselves, mm-hmm. for our kids and for our former partners. So, um, what was it for you? Like number one top thing is the title of the episode. <laughs> do it right. Do it kind. I don't know why that came, why that was what came to my mind, but there came a point where I just knew it was going to be the end and I would call it warrior mode. I just clicked into this certain mode and maybe it's from trauma from the past. I don't know, but my body just knew this is going to take a minute. So, um, it was, I actually bought myself a bracelet from like, it's like mantras mm-hmm. and it said on the inside, cause I didn't want everyone to know it says beautiful girl. You can do hard things. And so that was going to remind me like, this is just going to be hard. Mm-hmm. I just accepted the hard. I talked to one of my friends who's also a life coach. And she said, sometimes the hardest thing to do, like when someone gets diagnosed with cancer or something life altering, sometimes the hardest part is just accepting that it's happening mm-hmm. and that's, what's going to draw it out. So just accepting that it's happening and then what, right. Step out of that denial or yeah. the bargaining and just acceptance. And let's just get into it. And I promised myself that I would see my former husband for as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted my kids to just have a good example. Like I just really wanted them if we weren't going to have a healthy relationship married, I wanted them to see a healthy relationship co-parenting. Yes. I really, truly wanted that. And it's so hard not to dive into that, like negative worldview of things. Um, so it was, I think do it right. Do it kind. Um, seeing him as a human, I can do hard things. Um, what were the other things I should have read my journal before this? Yes. Well, I'll tell you some of mine and yeah. mine is still a, um, screensaver on my phone. Yes. With, with the photos you took, it says my energy is own breathe ground and zoom out because for me, I want to respond quickly. Right. I just sent him a text just now. Like I responded too quickly. <laughs> I, I accepted a challenge and I'm not up for it. So never mind. Um, so I need to slow down and the zooming out for me is the finding that he is human mm-hmm. and finding that we are now co-parents. Mm-hmm. We are not best friends. We are not lovers. And that was the acceptance for me that finally freed me from taking everything personal and feeling so rejected and hurt. And instead just being like, oh, this is just the next step in the next stage of life. Like you said, it's going to be hard. It was messy, but I could show up for me and make my future self proud. That and, one, that's huge. Yeah. And so for me, it was just like, show up with grace. Mm-hmm for me and for him so that my kids can look back. I mean, they don't know any different. They think we're probably the worst at getting divorced. Mm -hmm. And hopefully one day they can say, oh, you actually did it pretty great for us. Thank you. Yeah. And obviously we're not hundred percent great. (laughs) None of us are, but I think going against the grain, like we're the pioneers. Like what have we seen on media? What have we heard? And you know, our friends diving into that nasty 
staying in the anger, staying in the toxicity, um, just makes it worse for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there comes an end, like you're divorcing and we have kind of like everyone's experience is so unique. Like I know not everybody has a former spouse that can keep it kind. Yeah, for sure. And I know you, you've talked to a couple people. Um, we have friends and, you know, but it does feel good at the end of the day. We would go to bed and be like, okay, I, I know that I, I was able to be as kind as I was able to be. I did it yeah. as well as I was able and physically, mentally able to show up, um, and treat them like a human. I love in the book, um, the conscious uncoupling about some of the anecdotal information that she gives as well, that as these people who are super toxic, surprised by their divorces, both of us were surprised, um, that they still showed up with this grace that allowed the, um, the partner to also show up with grace. It mm -hmm. was like contagious Yeah, and it moved. It just, it, the healing comes quicker. The healing comes deeper and you just move forward with this fortitude within yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you were able to kind of pick yourself up a little bit faster. And I feel like once, um, things kind of had kind of transitioned, I have a lot more confidence in myself. Cause I know I mm -hmm. met something really hard and I showed up as my higher self yes. as best as I could. Yeah. And so, and I, I love that you're bringing that up because we definitely get pushback. I know especially when we made our announcement, people were like uncoupling. That is the stupidest term. Why did you make that up? And we're like, we didn't. <laughs> um, but I do remember when Gwyneth Paltrow came out and about, she had read the conscious uncoupling and said, we are uncoupling. And I was like, that's so weird. She's so weird sometimes mm -hmm. also. Okay. I guess I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it is a better way of doing it. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that there's so many different dynamics of people who are like, we're still best friends and we still hang out and we're divorced. We make better best friends. Uh, and then there's people that are like, no, we're not friends at all. We are co-parents. And then there's the, we can't even be in the same room 20 years later because we were still so hurt and mad at each other. Yep. So can you start this work anytime? Yes. Mm -hmm. Can you change the dynamic? Yes. Does it mean maybe you take space? <laughs> Probably. So for me, I actually took a lot of space. I, I've talked about this before taking the, um, what is the word? Like a physical break so that we could disconnect chemically mm -hmm. from each other. And so I hadn't touched him in, I believe almost five months until the other day he asked for a hug and I gave him a side hug. Um, but it was like, that for me was huge because we were with each other a lot, you know, 22 years. We both worked from home for nine years. We had a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. And so we needed, I needed the separation physically and emotionally so that I could start to move on. So that's been huge for me. Um, I think some of the steps that we, we always tried to, we didn't have a lot of guidance. I feel mm -hmm. like we didn't know how to, uh, move things along kindly. So we decided to just, I, we didn't made an agreement on, we're always thinking about the kids. 
Yes. So it's when we make a decision, how does this benefit the kids in the best way? Um, <laughs> um, and we also tried to think about like thinking about your future self is so important. I think the most important part of it is, um, thinking about how it will affect cause the anger can subside. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about how, like what you say doesn't really always go away. So trying to make sure that you're keeping your words kind. I loved that. Um, journaling was huge for me. Same keeping those, um, anger, those thoughts. And I had one person, uh, one of my best friends, I would, I would literally just kind of, she just let me fall. Um, I tried really hard never to use unkind names because my body hears me. Yes. So <laughs> that's the former partner. My like kid inside me can hear me and I still respect him. Mm-hmm. I still, that's, I still wanted to honor the life we had built, but I was still very angry. Mm-hmm. And this friend, she would actually do the yelling for me. <laughs> and that was kind of like by proxy would allow me to kind of release that, let that go. And then I could move on with my, with my time. And I think it's important to have those different outlets, the journaling, the looking towards the future, focusing on the kids, making sure that they're feeling safe and their future. Like what, what do you want? If you were a kid in this situation, what would you want to see from your parents? How would you like them to respond to each other when you love both of them Mm -hmm. and you want both of them to succeed. You'd love for both of them to stay together, but you're trying to understand the separatedness. And so putting yourself in their shoes is I think greatly beneficial. Definitely. So I know for me, um, having you as support, having these other friends is, um, support has been so huge. And that's why Um, I actually had a lot of people asking, when are you going to start hosting a divorce group? Mm -hmm. And ironically, I mean, you were in one of my groups and yet you, you don't have to be, I run all types of groups and you don't have to be married or separated or Mm -hmm. divorced. This one is actually just for those who are divorced or divorcing because it is a different dynamic. We are not talking about healing the betrayal that may have happened. We're saying, Hey, you've already worked through that stuff. And you're just wanting to work through your divorce. Now you're wanting to find your best self and to feel strong and capable. Um, we've both had moments as a woman who is single, it is incredibly empowering to find your voice and to use your voice. So not with anger. Um, but like, okay, I can go on a trip on my own. I can pay for it on my own. Wow. Yeah. That's empowering. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I've always shared my income mm-hmm. or not worked at certain times and then just had an income from him. Yeah. So to have these moments of whatever it is like, Hey, there's a giant task list, task list to get divorced to say, I opened a bank account and it's in my name, just my name. That's empowering. And mm-hmm. so you need those moments. So we've created this group that we're going to be starting for just those women who, who want to celebrate the little wins, who want to have the, the moments where you can vent and be be sad and be grieving, but also not have people trying to fix it and, and make you feel bad or judgmental. 
And that, there really isn't a lot of space for that, mm-hmm. except within a group of women who understand. Yeah. It's such a transitional time. Mm-hmm. Your life is literally going from we to me. Yes. Again. And like, then it's like backwards. <laughs> yes. And then we're like, also let's start dating and go back to also, we. What does that look it's like? going to be very confusing. <laughs> Times 100. <laughs> it's hilarious times 1 million. and sad and weird and messy all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about this on another, another episode. <laughs> the dating needs to have its own episode. It is its own energy over there. Mm-hmm. So um, the point with these groups, though, is that I use the same tools to get through my betrayal trauma mm-hmm. and to heal my heart through that that I used for getting through my divorce and healing my heart and that rejection and betrayal mm-hmm. in that. And so why not, why not teach women how to do it? Why not say, Hey, these are the daily skills that I use to move your way through this. Here we go and have like a team effort doing it. So I'm excited for it to start. I'm excited that you're the one who's going to be facilitating it because yeah. you're one of my favorites and yeah. You have a lot of special skills um, that not everyone has. So, um, anyways, special sex. <laughs> yes. like I'm in the movie. or something. I Neeson have a special set of skills. Or Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Go save your daughter. Okay. Um, that's it. We just want you to have a good, mm-hmm. a good experience. Make your future self proud. It's just such a, an exciting time. I know it can feel like such a daunting time, but it really can be an exciting time to find yourself, your individuality, individuality. Yeah. Wow. Um, as a woman, as yeah. an individual, that's exciting. You made of so much and you put so much into those four walls with your people. And now you kind of have a little bit of time to figure out you and it's, there's a lot to discover. So. Yes. So reach out if you are interested in joining our best worst new club best worst new club (laughs) all right thanks for being here with me today whether i was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car if you found a nugget in this episode please take 30 seconds you can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on itunes or you can share on social media or shoot me an email it offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time until next time be the buffalo.